Broadcasting live from the Lion's Den. A series of conversations around a 21st century approach to management and talent. Today's broadcast is made possible by Golden Source Consultants. Passionate about changing the way management consulting firms do business for the better. And now, straight from the Lion's Den, here are today's hosts, Jordan Lofton and Todd Schnick. All right. Good morning and welcome back to the Lion's Den. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined as always by my friend and colleague, Jordan Lofton. Good morning, Jordan. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I'm excited that our uh, series of conversations around millennials has kicked off. The last conversation about the crisis in the workforce I thought was very important. Today, we're going to talk about something, though, that I think is, is essential to an employer's ability to effectively work with millennials, and that's, that's effective training. Absolutely. That's something that we pride ourselves on at GSC. It's not just something that we provide to our team internally. It's something that we help our clients with as our training development and facilitation offering. Yeah, outstanding. And we do appreciate Golden Source Consultants for making this show possible. So thank you for that. Uh, I'll kick off this conversation. I was reading something the other day that I thought was really, really funny and very poignant to the conversation today. It was a, a conversation between a CFO and a CEO. And quite naturally, the CFO was complaining about all the money that was being spent on training within the organization. And he goes to the CEO and says, well, why do we have to spend all this money? What if we train them and then they leave? To which the CEO responds and says, well, what if we don't train them and they stay? Yep. Which I thought was a, <laughs> was a really interesting way to think about uh, the importance of training. But talk about, set us up with why training millennials is so important. I mean, what are some of the, I mean, I imagine one of the things a lot of employers are saying is, I just don't want to work with these younger millennials because they just don't have any experience. I mean, it's, talk about why training and focusing and why we're dedicating a whole episode towards training millennials, why that's so important. Absolutely. I think one of the things that we have to kind of think about is experience in two forms. One is the experience that we have from theory. And the second is experience that we have in practical work. And really what we see with millennials, they're coming out with higher degrees of education than any other generation previous to them. And just to give you some stats, in October 2014, the White House published a report about millennial trends. And in that report, it showed that 47% of millennials have received a post-secondary degree. And just to give perspective on that, in 1992, 30% of those who were ages 25 to 34 had received post-secondary degrees. So that's an increase of 17% just really in the last 20 years. So that means that they have more education However, that means that they have more theoretical education. Now, in my parents' time and in my grandparents' time, there was a larger portion of the workforce that required training that was more on-the-job type training. And so that was something they would come in and receive whether or not they had a degree or not. But most likely, they didn't have a degree. So there was a higher component of on-the-job training. However, now that we see so many young people coming out with college degrees, I think a lot of employers are saying, well, they're already very highly educated. I shouldn't have to invest more money in training. However, what we forget is that the practical hands-on training that our parents and grandparents received in the workforce, that was practical. However, these young people are coming in with theory and they still need that practical training. And if we expect our millennials to be successful, even though they're coming to us very highly skilled and very highly educated, all of that is theory until we put it into the framework of something practical. 
And so that's really our job. And that's where training comes in. And the investment dollars, just like in your example, if we don't train them, will they pay off? Yeah, yeah. Well, I I think it's important to reiterate how exciting a time it is in the workforce to have this amazing amount of highly educated millennial employees. I mean, we need to recognize that that's an amazing thing. And I think the most important element to that is that we now know that they can learn, which is why training is so important, right? You bring up a great point because I think a lot of employers are looking at this and saying, oh my gosh, we have so many young people coming into the workforce and I have to invest in training. And it seems overwhelming and it seems like this is a bad thing for our workforce. However, the flip side of this, this is this is great news for our workforce. If we have 47% of this generation coming to us with this level of education, then that means we have more people who have not only theoretical knowledge, but they have the aptitude to learn and they clearly have an appetite to learn. And so we have an opportunity to leverage that skill set of learning and put that to good use in our organization so that we can continue to build our companies. And really, if you look at these young people who are coming in, they've really been professional students for about 15 years of their life. And so we have an opportunity to work with them and transition them into an employment role where they can put those same skill sets that they that made them successful students to good use. Well, I've had other conversations with you, Jordan, where we talked about the idea that training here in the context that we're talking about, it isn't a one-time thing during onboarding, right? This training should be an ongoing thing. It probably should never really end, right? And when you talk about the fact that these millennials have an appetite for learning, that's a critical point because that means they're receptive to ongoing training, right? And that this process really shouldn't ever end. Well, just look at how popular TED Talks mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Look at LeaderCast here that Chick-fil-A puts on. These are things that are viral within the millennial generation, and it's because they clearly want to learn more. And it's not just that they're getting it on their jobs or that they want to go back and even get a graduate degree. It's that they really just like learning in general, and they like learning topics that may not pertain to what they have their degree in. So that's a great opportunity because someone may have gone to get their degree in engineering. It doesn't mean that that's the only thing that they can bring to your workplace. So that's another great benefit of this generation. Well, we'll talk frequently over the course of all of our conversations around millennials about this perception that they job hop and they move around. And we'll, we'll dive into that more uh, as the series progresses. But I also think part of the reason that, that, that many of them do is because they're not getting effective training. They're perceiving that the employer doesn't necessarily care about their, their professional development, right? That's a big part of it. If your employer is investing in you in training, then really what you're after as a millennial is you're trying to grow more skills. And that investment in training is proving to that employee, regardless of whether it's millennial, it could be an Xer or a boomer, that that company wants to continue to grow you as an employee. You are an investment worth keeping. And for millennials, when they stop seeing that investment in themselves, then the question begins to ask, is it more beneficial for me to go to another company who will then invest new money in me that will continue to grow my skill sets? And that's, I think, part of the millennial mindset is that it's an investment. It's they're giving their time as an investment and they expect their employer to give them skills as their investment back. Mm, Yeah, that's important to understand. All right, Jordan and I will return after this short break. We'll be right back. Golden Source Consultants is a different kind of management consulting firm. Like their logo, The Lion, 
The firm represents the courage and ability to overcome difficulties. Once and for all, GSC is dedicated to helping clients solve critical challenges, tackling organizational change and business transformation with turnkey solutions and agile project cycles. The lasting value of their work is seen and felt in their clients' ability to sustain improvement and meet business objectives long after the project is complete. Join Golden Source in their fresh approach to problem solving by contacting them at 404-692-5540 or learn more about them online at goldensourceconsultants.com. All right, Todd Schnick back with Jordan Lofton. So Jordan, we were wrapping up the first half of the show talking about how millennials ought to be looked at as an investment worth keeping. So I just want to be clear. You're suggesting that employers should increase their spending on training for younger employees, even though they come in with what we have acknowledged is a very high level of education. Yes, that's correct. And let me put a different lens on this. Let's look at this from the customer's perspective. At the end of the day, you have to have the right employees with the right skill set to serve your customer base. And it's never okay to go to your customer and to say, well, you didn't get the right level of service today because I hired a highly educated young person, but I didn't provide them with the right amount of training. It's their fault because they're a young person who has a college degree and they should know what to do. That's not the right answer. So we have to give them the right tool sets to serve our customers. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So for the employer listening to this is saying, we may be still not convinced. I mean, we talked about this this myth that millennials are job hoppers when, when we both know that if you train them and if you engage them and if you challenge them, that they're going to become long-time serving employees of your organization. But I worry that too many employers are still saying, I can just do the bare minimum here and or I can hire good people from other organizations. If that's your strategy, I think that's a recipe for future problem, yeah? I think we need to really look at it in a couple of steps, if you will. And I think as we kind of walk through those, I think you're going to see if that's your strategy, you are going to bump into a lot of issues. I think the first step that we have to think about is making sure that we have the right person out of college and help make them successful. So as an employer, one of the things that I look at is the cost of recruiting. And so it costs anywhere from $2,000 to $7,000, depending on the skill level. So I don't know about you, but to me, if I'm an employer, I would much rather spend $5,000 training an employee who's a good fit for my organization rather than having to invest another $5,000 in recruiting somebody new. So if your strategy is to go out there and to recruit somebody from another organization, really that may help you in the short term, but you're going to have to keep reinvesting and training new people continuously versus just finding the right person and continuing to invest in them. Step number two is if you're training the ones that you have, they're going to continue to grow. And so I don't think about this just as a question of recruiting new people. It's how do I keep the ones that I have and make sure that they're increasingly valuable to me? And ultimately, what I found in my own career and in speaking with those on my team is that as long as they're growing new skill sets, they're happily employed. And that's something that as an employer, we can make them successful when they come in. Five years down the road, how are we continuing to make them successful and show them that we still continue to see them growing with our organization? And training is one of the ways that we do that. And the third step is, okay, you've maxed out all of the training that you can give to a person. However, 
now the student has become the master in a sense and that there is a great way to involve them in training without providing training. They get to become the trainers of other people. And in being able to give back their skill sets to your other employees, A, it lowers your cost of training, but it also is extremely rewarding for the person who is able to then add that value back to your organization. So a couple of thoughts here. I think when we let off today's episode with my story about the CFO and the CEO and in this idea that the CEO says, you know, I don't want to spend all that money on training. So I'm going to go bare bones there and all that. But they end up probably spending more money on recruiting as a result of that, right? I think if you invest in training, I think you will ultimately spend less in recruiting, which ends up being a, a, a positive, right? Absolutely. Or even if you spent the same amount, yeah. if you were able to add increasing amounts of value to your customer, the reward that you get in return is higher. And so that's really what you're looking at. It's not just apples to oranges or apples to apples here. What we're looking at is that we are trying to increase the value of our current employees who we have at a lower rate because we didn't have to keep investing and hiring new people in at higher and higher rates. That actually keeps our costs down and it provides better and better quality to our customers. And that also then ultimately feeds the recruiting of better people because it goes back to what we talked about in the last episode about building this brand, right? That this training makes for, for more engaged millennial employees, which makes them better serve the customer, as you've articulated several times, but also better spokesmen and advocates for the brand too, right? So this thing all begins to feed on itself. And this is how you begin to build this amazing team when this is all humming. That's a very good point. And if you're looking at it through that lens, then what you're seeing is that, look, these are, this is my marketing. It's, they're a big part of it. And so I'm spending less money in other areas of my business because I've been able to capture value in new ways, all because I've been able to maintain a wonderful employee base. Well, it speaks to another way an organization can quote, save money is by building good brand advocates and reducing recruiting costs, I mean, you're ultimately also saving marketing costs, right? Because you don't have to sit there and, and fix a poor brand story when you've got this this amazing group of millennial employees that are, in effect, selling for you well, and serving the customer better. If you were a customer and you heard that, you know, GSC was, you know, one of America's top 10 places to work, that says something about my brand and my quality to you as a customer, that if there's something here that they're that highly respected by their employees... There's probably something there about why their customers choose to use that group too, because there's something there. They're doing something different, something recognizable that people are drawn to. And that's why companies fight to be on that top 10 list, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just because they like a pat on the back for doing some great things in HR. It's because there's some real value there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we talked at the top of the show today about how Millennials have an appetite for learning and all that, but are you sure? I mean, do millennials really, really want or expect this amount of training that you and I are talking about? I think everyone is unique. I certainly think, though, that one of the things that I've heard from the people who are coming into our associate program is that it's not just about the, the training and being able to, to gain more skills. For those who are changing into their first career out of school, it's also about making a successful transition out of their educational career and into their employment. And they're just as afraid as employers are about what these first few years are going to look like. 
And I think in, in one of the conversations, the quote that I kind of pulled was, we're worried that we'll be tossed into the deep end without anyone telling us what to do and we'll drown. Then we won't be able to be successful. And so then that's a reflection on their personal brand and they don't want to fail in your organization. So this training it really is not just a way to give them the skills. It's also a way to ease that fear for them because you have a lot of great millennials who are really paralyzed by that fear and can't perform because they don't feel like they've been equipped with the right amount of support. Yeah, that's an important point that we have to recognize that they do care about. And that's the other, we were talking about last episode of brand awareness. Their own personal brand too is a part of that. And their activity on the, on the social channels, they want to have a good story to tell. So I mean, that fear is, is very relevant there. So let me ask you this question, uh, a little off script here. I mean, so if there's a millennial listening to this right now, and their their viewpoint is that their organization is not doing an effective training program, any any advice and counsel to a millennial on how they can effectively communicate that to say, help us solve this problem we want to do better? I think naturally one of the things that the millennials have is that questioning ability of asking the reason why. And I know that sometimes that can be a challenge for others who are trying to manage millennials because millennials are questioning things a lot, but that's actually a good quality for you as a millennial to have. And so my advice would be to start asking those things and really start documenting and saying, okay, this is what I've learned and understood over the course of this year. And really at the end of that year, maybe present that back to your employer and say, look, these were the things that I had to document for myself that were missing as I came in. And I think this would provide a value back to your company for those who are new coming in. And you're asking questions that are relevant and it's okay to have those questions. And that's where you do bring value. And as you start building that case, then your employer is more likely to see the need for training. Well, let's close on this final point. I, I think it's really important to reiterate this. We've touched on it through the duration of this conversation. But one of the things that I've certainly observed with the millennial generation is that they really do care about the organization's why and its purpose and, and what the mission is. And I think an employee ought to feed off of that and say, because they care about what we are and what we do and how we serve, that they want to be better soldiers in that in that fighting that mission, right? So I think that mindset of of the millennial generation is further proof that they're that they're thirsting and hungering for training. Yeah, absolutely. And if you think about it as an employer, that's something that we can also provide them in their training because what we can equip them with is the right story to tell and to give them the history of our organization. And we're great listeners. We're great at repeating that same story. And so we want to feel like we're a part of something bigger and you give us that opportunity when you take the time and slow down and tell us that story. And we can jump right in and just hit the ground running and miss the purpose of what we're doing, why we're doing it, who we're serving. And that's when we start to see our service you know, degrade or that's when we start to see the quality of our product decrease. And so millennials don't want that to happen. It's important to them to do a good job. So let's take a little bit of time and give them the reason why. All right. Good stuff. Well, that's all the time we have for today, Jordan. Before I let you go, how can people contact you? Should they have any questions on any of this? If you'd like to learn more about GSC or even just about some of our thoughts on millennials, I encourage you to go to our website. It is www.goldensourceconsultants.com. All right. All the time we have for today. On behalf of my co-host, Jordan Lofton, I am Todd Schnick. Join us next time for a conversation about how to keep your millennial employees engaged. 
very, very important conversation. All right. All the time we have for today. Thanks for hanging out with us in the lion's den. We'll see you next time. Todd Schneck and Jordan Lofton signing off.